This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, my name is Chris Kalabukas and you've returned to the Think Future Podcast. Today, I'm going to introduce a brand new topic, something that I've been playing with over the last little while based on some of the future discussions I've been having, futurist discussions I've been having. And it's a concept that I'm going to call, I'm calling the life stack. So similar to network stacks, if you're familiar with network stacks, if you're a technologist at all, you're familiar with network stacks. And the way network stacks work is it's a visual representation of the way things are communicated both on a foundational level and at the user level on a network. So a network stack basically starts with the lowest layer, which is a physical layer, which is the actual hardware that the network runs over. And there's a set of layers in between. And then the very top is the user interface layer. And I don't have to bore you with the details of the layers in between, but basically what it is, it's a representation of how networks operate. They need all of those layers in order to be able to deliver a web page to you. So, I mean, if you think about it in concrete terms, you have to be connected to the internet via some type of wire or wireless connection. And at the very bottom, there has to be that sort of hardware connection that allows that to occur. And at the very top, there needs to be a browser that you use in order to be able to view a website, right? So that's the very top and that's the very bottom. And at the very top, it's like everything below the very top is typically hidden from most users. So most users, most customers, most of your customers, most of your users don't care about anything below the very top layer. So the top layer is the interface that that interconnects with the user. So the user interacts with the top layer and then the top layer interacts with the lower layers and magic occurs and the user gets what they want, right? So that's how the network stack works. So I want to introduce this new concept that I call life stack and it works very similarly to the way the network stack works. The only difference is that the top layer is the things that a typical user needs to do. Let's stop using the use the word user. I mean, the joke is that only in the IT field is your customer name the same as the customer in a <laughs> that a, <laughs> that a um, drug pusher has. So let's call them customer. So customer, your customer has to do an interface with a number of things over the course of a day. 
And those are now all currently at the user interface stack. So if you think about the things that a customer has to do every day, the long list of things that a customer has to do every day. So a customer has to do a number of mandatory things, right? I mean, they have to wake up in the morning, they have to make coffee in the morning, they have to have a shower, they have to get dressed, they have to get in their car, whatever these mandatory things are. There's a number of mandatory things that humans have to do every day in order to live in a polite and civilized society. So there's that thing, that list of things that needs to be done, right? And so those are also at the top layer. So there's a bunch of, think, imagine a bunch of blocks at the very top layer and all these things, these are touch points that the customer has to do during the day in order to, like I said, live in a civilized society. And then there's a whole slew of other things that a customer needs to do during a day. Well, not needs to do, but would like to do during a day. So for example, have a delicious and healthy breakfast. Um, being able to uh, stop and admire the view on the drive to work. Have a great lunch at an interesting place. Go to a go and meet some people that they've never met before. So there's there's a, a number of these optional things that we can do during our day that we do optionally because we enjoy doing them. They improve the quality of our lives. So a lot of times we say, well, there's a bunch of mandatory things I have to do, and I just want to get them out of the way and get done with them so that I can get to the really nice stuff. And the really nice stuff is the stuff that improves the quality of our lives. right? So let's think about the life stack as here are a number of things that a typical person or a typical customer needs to do during the day. Here are the things that they'd like to do during the day. And we're going to make the assumption that the customer wants to do less of the mandatory things and more of the optional things. Because the optional things are the things that they are choosing to do. Right? So they want to do more things that they choose to do. So if the opportunity presents itself for the mandatory things, the non-optional things to be done by somebody else or something else, as in a bot or whatever, then those things will disappear or we should think about how to get those things to disappear down the stack so that the user doesn't need to deal with it because the user needs to deal with it right now. I'll give you an example. So I have a family of five. We run out of milk. We run out of milk on a regular basis and we have both almond milk and regular milk in the house. So what happens when we run out of milk? Well, so we have to factor in going out and getting milk. And that is a mandatory thing that we need to do every now and then whenever we run out of milk. So it's a random thing. Depends on how thirsty the kids are, etc., whether or not we need to buy milk. So this random mandatory task just pops up in the middle of our day, and we're like, oh, damn, now we have to go get milk. So do we? then we have to figure out how to factor it in, and blah, blah, blah. It takes a lot of cognitive work to, to do that for everything. I mean, it's, it's, if you think about your life, there's so much that you do during your day, which is sort of random stuff that pops up, and other mandatory things that you don't you wish somebody else could do for you. So what, that, what, is, what do we do? What we could do is we could go onto Instacart or any one of these services that allows you to automatically buy milk when you run low. 
And at some point in the future, we're going to have sensors in our milk carton so that when, even when the milk carton knows or the fridge knows that the milk is low, it will automatically reorder that thing. So in the life stack, the thing that the customer needs to do or thing that I need to do in order to order milk disappears down the stack and is now invisible to me. I don't care about milk ordering because milk ordering disappears from my view. I have some automated process in the background ordering milk for me. So the question for you is, what if you're a dairy? What if you're a dairy and you're trying to get new customers? How are new customers, how is this dairy going to get new customers if everybody already out there is already buying their milk through this service? How am I even going to know about this new milk or care about this new milk if the process of buying milk is now off my radar and I don't care about it anymore? So let's stretch this out into the near future a little bit. And in the life stack, there will there are all these things in the life stack. They're going to start moving down the stack. And some of these things that are happening in the life stack today are things that keep your business alive. If you weren't at that point in the life stack, if somebody wasn't purposely choosing you or using you to choose things, say like your retailer or something like that, I mean, you survive on people walking into your store and buying stuff. Or you survive on people going to your website and buying stuff. What if suddenly those people weren't the ones walking into your store or going to your website, but it was their agents doing this for you? Are you going to have to start thinking about pitching to the agents? Or is it too late? Once, once I've already subscribed to the milk of my choice, how am I going to break into that conversation and say, hey, Chris, try this other milk. It's more delicious than the milk you've been getting. And I might say to myself, oh, I've completely forgotten about the whole concept of milk because milk just appears when I need it. So you have to think to yourself, the life stack. You exist in the life stack somewhere today. You either are right in front of your customers and your customers interact with you all the time, or you live somewhere deeper in the stack where those customers talk to somebody who then talks to somebody who then talks to somebody, and then you still make money in that stack. In, like Because you're somewhere in the stack, so you don't talk directly to the customers, but you talk, you make some money in that stack through some transaction that occurs, but there's customers at the very end. So the point I'm trying to make is that this stack is going to change as more and more things get automated, more and more chatbots come out there, more and more services come out to layer themselves on the stack and become that first point of contact with the customer. And once these services become that first point of contact with the customer, and then other services, possibly even your services, start moving down the stack, there's less chance of you being able to talk directly to the customer about a process that's been subsumed below the top level of the life stack. So you have to ask yourself the question, where do I exist in that future? Do I still want to exist at the top of the life stack talking directly to people? Or am I okay with going deeper into the life stack where 
I act more like a piece of technology, a platform that other players can use, and I still make money off it? I think that's a question that we need to ask. And this is a question that needs to be asked now, because we are seeing the emergence of these semi-intelligent agents, like Amazon Alexa, Google Home, that can take a command and generate a sequence of actions beyond that. Once we start seeing these things get smarter and automatically redoing things, basically removing those mandatory items out of our lives, then you have to think, if these mandatory items are removed out of our lives, if we're no longer in the customer's view as a thing, then where, how do we stay relevant to that customer? And if you're locked in, you're great. But what if you're a new player who wants to get locked in? How do you break into that market without intrusively advertising to the customer who no longer cares about milk because milk shows up whenever he needs it? So I just wanted to introduce that concept of the life stack. Think about where you fit within the life stack. And then think about the future of the life stack. Where are you going to be three, five, ten years out in that life stack? Are you going to continue to maintain that connection with your end customers? Are you going to move down the stack and become a layer in that stack, transacting and making money off the transactions between the layers? Think about where you'll be in that future, because this future is coming, and you have to... <laughs> <laughs> and you'd better be ready to determine where you will be in the life stack. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future.